Jupiter on the Moon. On October 26th, NASA came out with huge news. There is water on the moon. No, it's not drinkable yet, but it's a massive discovery and one that has huge implications for the future of deep space explorations. Scientists have gathered some of the most compelling evidence yet for the existence of water on the moon, and it may be relatively accessible. The discovery has implications for future missions to the moon and deeper space explorations. We confirmed water on the sunlit surface of the moon for the first time using the Sofia telescope. We don't know yet if we can use it as a resource, but learning about water on the Moniski for our Artemis exploration plans, said Jim Bridenston, the administrator of NASA. SOFIA, the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy, is an aircraft modified to carry a 2.7-meter reflecting telescope. Flying into the stratosphere at 38,000 to 45,000 feet puts SOFIA above 99% of Earth's infrared blocking atmosphere, allowing astronomers to study the solar system and beyond in ways that are not possible with ground-based telescopes. SOFIA is made possible through a partnership between NASA and the German Aerospace Center, DLR. Scientists have been finding signs of water on the moon since 2009 and 2018, confirmed the presence of the water ice on the lunar surface. Now, researchers in two new studies have detected water at one of the largest creature formations on a sunlit surface on the moon and also found that the lunar surface could be harboring plentiful patches of secret ice and coal traps, regions of permanently shadowed spots on the moon. Prior to the SOFIA observations, we knew there was some kind of hydration, said Casey Hannibal, the lead author who published the results from her graduate thesis work at the University of Hawaii at Manoa in Honolulu. But we didn't know how much, if any, was actually water molecules like we drink every day, or something more like drain cleaner. Previous observations spotted a chemical signature that could donate water or hydroxyl, but with these new observations, researchers were able to spot the unique chemical signature of water. The scientists found water near Clavius creature, one of the largest creature formations on the moon, and also a low-latitude portion of Mare Serenitatis. The researchers found that this water exists around 100 to 400 parts per million. The scientists suggest that this water is likely sandwiched between grains on the lunar surface, which protects it from the environment. Refinery29 did an interview with Dr. Nassim Rangwala, an astrophysicist and the NASA scientist for the SOFIA mission. How did SOFIA get tasked with finding water on the moon? A lunar scientist wanted to definitively confirm water on the moon using SOFIA. That was something that we had not looked at before. Normally we study distant and much dimmer objects, like black holes and galaxies or star clusters. The moon is much brighter and moves much faster than these distant objects, which are fixed. So we would have to maneuver the telescope in a very different way than we have done previously. We also did not know the instrument we were using to measure the chemical fingerprints of water would work. This is why we scheduled this test, which led to the discovery. Can you explain why this discovery is such a big deal? 
What are the implications of water being on the moon? Water is a critical resource for deep space exploration. We want to know everything we can about water on the moon to support the ultimate goal of establishing a sustainable human presence. On Earth, it's so easy because you can get a destination and get water and food. You don't want to carry water and other resources with you because it's very heavy. So we really want to figure out a way to extract water at the destination. And the moon is the starting point for us. Will Sophia be included in the next steps? Is it going to continue collecting data from the moon or is it moving on to different projects? This was just the first step. We want to know how widespread this water is and how it's created and stored. The earliest opportunity we have to do such observations would be spring of 2021. We temporarily suspended operations because of COVID-19, but Sofia resumed operations with new producers in place to ensure the safety of our staff on August 17. Right now, we're in Germany for planned maintenance. This discovery is a big one about life in space and the continuous continuousness of humankind. We're sure that many more great news are about to come from NASA. So stay tuned. Animal of the Month Amphioctopus marginatus, also known as the coconut octopus and veined octopus, is a medium-sized cephalopod belonging to the genus Amphioctopus. It is found in tropical waters of the Western Pacific Ocean. It commonly prays upon shrimp, crabs and clams and displays unusual behavior including bipedal walking and tool use, gathering coconut shells and seashells and using these for shelter. Behavior and Habits the coconut octopus is found on sandy bottoms, in bays or lagoons. It frequently buries itself in the sand with only its eyes uncovered. In March 2005, researchers at the University of California, Berkeley, published an article in Science in which a magnetus was reported to show bipedal locomotion. It is one of only two octopus species known to display such behavior, the other species being Optopus aeclatus. The authors discovered this behavior in an area of Sulawesi, Indonesia, where the sandy bottoms was littered with coconut shells. The bipedal motion appears to mimic a floating coconut. Researchers from the Melbourne Museum in Australia claim the coconut octopus uses tools for concealment and defense by gathering available debris to create a defensive fortress. This behavior was observed in individuals in Bali and North Sulawesi in Indonesia. The researchers filmed the octopus collecting coconut half shells discarded by humans from the seafloor. They were then carried up to 20 meters, 66 feet, and arranged around the body of the octopus to form a spherical hiding place similar to a clamshell. Size and description The main body of the octopus is normally 8 centimeters, 3 inch long, and including the arms, approximately 15 centimeters, 6 inch long. The octopus dis displays a typical color pattern with dark ramified lines similar to veins, usually with a yellow siphon. The arms are usually dark in color with contrasting white suckers. 
In many color displays, a lighter trapezoidal area can be seen immediately below the eye. First review. In December 1996, Doc Peterson, president of Three-Dimensional Services 3D, selected OSC-CNE to form a first partnership from a group of schools they interviewed. Then Team 1, the juggernaut, was established. They still represent the first community for 20 years, maintaining the sustainability of their teams in a stable manner. Their first competition was the Society of Manufacturing Engineers International Student Robotics Competition. In 1999, the Juggernaut won the Motorola Midwest Regional in Chicago. In 2000, they attended three regionals in Orlando, Evanston, and Ypsilanti and won Chairman's Finalist Award, Best Offensive Round, Most Photogenic Award. In season 2001, they won the West Michigan Regional Winner Award. Also, in Einstein Field, they won Chairman's Finalist Award again. After two years in a row in 2002, they won the Great Lakes Regional Achievements Award. We thank them for their support in the start of the first competitions and congratulate them on their success in this field. The science behind hyperspace. After my rewatches before seeing the last movie of the final trilogy, I wanted to know how hyperspace works. Before we start in the Star Wars universe, the hyperspace is an extra-dimensional space where ships move faster when traveling from point A to B. With a risk, of course, because the place you end up might not be the place you want it to be. But can we do this in real life? The theory behind hyperspace is that there is an extra set of dimensions beyond the three that we know of, that act as a lane that connects point A to B, which allows for faster traveling speed from set point A to B than regular traveling. To give an example, let's say that Adam is pointing a laser to Mars from the Earth, the very moment that Sam goes into hyperspace. Sam should arrive at Mars before the laser does, assuming there isn't anything obscuring the laser's sightline. Can it be done in real life? Yes, it can be done, and to answer the question of how, we will turn to wormholes. Wormholes are hyperspace in real life. It acts like a tunnel connecting two distant places in space. In our understanding of physics, it is possible to travel using wormholes. But we don't have any in our universe, and to create wormholes, we need immense gravitational energy that scientists have been trying to achieve for years, but we just don't know how to do it yet. The more time goes on, the more we learn about space, time, and our understanding of them. And I am sure that one day we will all have our Millennium Falcons, but those days are sadly not close enough. About us. Why did we choose to publish a magazine? What were some of the key factors on it? As you all know, we are still fighting with the coronavirus. This virus took one of our very important needs away and we spam mass home. So we decided to make the best out of this quarantine and make this a positive thing for us spreading science to our surroundings. We chose to make a magazine, including Science Corners, essays about our planet, different breeds of animals you didn't know about, undiscovered scientists and a lot of other stuff like puzzles or interviews with other teams. We chose to separate science this way because magazines are one of the simplest yet the most entertaining ways of learning for many people still to this day. We are still publishing our magazines each month about different events that occur on our planet every other day. Why do we worry UNDP so much? We deeply believe that every challenge can be solved by cooperation 
especially global challenges. That's why we care about the United Nations Development Program Sustainable Development. Those goals are, are key to overcome the most renewed issues. And those goals can only be met if we cooperate with other teams, non-profits, governmental agents, and so forth. So it takes collaboration and determination just like achieving first goals. Up till today, we organized several events, we changed some policies in our team, and we became a member of Ecoverse. We still have a long way to go and we will do more than our best to meet those goals as soon as possible. How do we find new projects? Our project thinking process is actually simple. Our main focus is the sustainable outcome. It means we care about doing that project more than once and increasing our impact every single time. Thus, we make meaningful projects and we embrace sustainable relationships with our partners and sponsors. Secondly, we think about spreading first and its values. We try to find ways of establishing an FLL team when we help a primary school in a non-facilitated way. Why is it a priority for us to interact with foreign teams? We at the team 7576 FM will have made interaction with foreign teams a priority for many causes and some can be stated as learning about new cultures as well as giving a chance for our audience to learn those cultures while spreading first. We simply do this by interviewing foreign teams and posting our interviews on YouTube under the name of FAIL, which stands for a family around the world with additional subtitles so it is accessible to as many people as possible. Biggest explosion after Big Bang Black hole is a hypothetical classical body in the depths of space that attracts and destroys everything that enters the gravitational field with its extraordinary gravitational power. A black hole is a format when an object cannot resist its own gravity and begins to collapse continuously. This happens when the stars start consuming their fuel. Seven billion years ago, two black holes approached each other and exploded. Even though huge flash and explosion are expected from such a big collision, there was not even a spark as a result of this collision. The reason is explained as the effect of such a collision can only be understood when the gravitational fields bend the light of the stars in the universe. And this collision has had enormous effect, but we can only notice this effect in gravitational phase. Even as these two black holes approach each other, they begin to weigh the space fabric around them. The gravitational fight format at the moment they merge is so large that it equals 50 times to sum of all the stars in the universe. The famous physicist Alan Wistin described this great merger with two words. The biggest explosion that human beings can observe after the Big Bang. This ripple that occurs within seconds begins to spread all over the universe at the speed of light. The explosion research earth only 7 billion years after it occurred. So scientifically, our world did not exist at the time of this collision. 
As these waves pass through our Earth, they rebuild the Earth along with everything on it. Of course, this fluctuation only occurred at the atomic level. It is a miracle in itself that we could notice such a small fluctuation. The reason we can realize this is the very sensitive measuring devices and observatories that are the work of developing technology day by day. As a result, the new black hole formed after the merger of these two black holes in 142 times the sun's and yet this black hole is a medium-sized black hole.